This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the Social Way with your host, Frankie Sochet. Episode 155 of the Socially Supportive Podcast is brought to you by The Social Pack. Get on the inside to stay on the top side. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com and join today for the latest tips, tricks, and technology in digital and social customer care. Also brought to you by Bluehost. The best web hosting for just $3.95 a month, Bluehost is the number one recommended web hosting service by WordPress.org. Every account features one-click WordPress installation. Plus, Bluehost's trained in-house experts are there to help 24-7. Their robust help center includes guides, video tutorials, and more. You can try them and love them or get a refund within 30 days of signing up. Your satisfaction is their top priority and they're confident you'll be pleased with their services. So head on over to sociallysupportive.com and click the Bluehost picture today for more information. Hello, Social Pack. Welcome to Time Machine Week. Wait, what did she say? Yes, I know it might be early while you're listening to this podcast, but I did say that. It's totally different. It's Time Machine Week. And here's why. Because there are 150 plus episodes of the Socially Supportive Podcast and the listeners are growing exponentially. So it dawned on me that we are here, I am here to make sure that you can have the latest strategy and technology in social and digital customer care right at your fingertips. And if you are just coming to us as a new listener, then you might be a little overwhelmed by over 150 episodes, or maybe you've been listening for a long time and you don't have time to listen every day, so you're trying to get caught up. So I want to make things easy for you. That's what I'm here for. And I went back to look at statistics on listens for all the previous episodes, and what I saw is that there are fewer listens on some very critical episodes, episodes that would be very helpful to you, episodes that can really take your social and digital customer care programs from fine to fantastic in very little time. So what I've done is I have taken the best of Manic Monday, Tech Tuesday, Wisdom Wednesday, Thoughtful Thursday, and Freeform Friday and gathered that together for you on episodes that you probably didn't hear. So we're going to take this entire week to make sure that we go ahead and rewind in our time machine to go back and give you the information that you need to make sure that your program is running successfully and You don't have to dig through all the different episodes back to episodes that you haven't heard before. So I assure you that the content that you're going to hear is going to be helpful to you, and I'm going to make sure that it's easy for you to get to. So sit tight because you're about to hear something that you needed to move your program forward. Are you ready? All right, check this out. 
All right, so let's get to today's inspiration. Today's inspiration comes to us from Brian Tracy, who said, your greatest asset is your earning ability. Your greatest resource is your time. Deep thoughts. And our book of the day is How to Sell Anything, Succeeding in Sales Without Feeling Like a Slimy Salesperson, Sales Techniques, Sales Tips, Sales Skills. Remember, you can find links to all of the books that we mention and all of the other resources at sociallysupportive.com slash resources. All right, so let's get into it. Let's talk about generating revenue with social customer care. This episode is informed by VentureBeat's article called KLM's 150 Social Media Customer Service Agents Generate $25 Million in Annual Revenue by John Coatsier. Okay, you're probably asking, who said you could make money on social customer care? Well, John Coatsier quotes KLM's social media manager, Gertwim Terhar, as saying, social is more and more becoming a profit center. Yeah, you heard that right. It's first about service, then about about brand and reputation, but also about commerce. We have to make money. So why do we care what KLM says? Well, if you refer back to episode 14, WhatsApp as the new frontier for social customer service, you'll remember that I said that KLM is basically the big grand poobah of digital and social customer care. They've got 150 agents that represent each almost 170000 in annual revenue, as was reported in 2015. So they've been doing it a while and they're doing it big. They're going out with trials on WhatsApp and they're doing that because they are finding that they are making money this way. They field 70,000 queries a week, 24-7 in 14 languages. I don't know about you, but it's pretty impressive to me if they're able to provide service in 14 different languages. That is or orchestrating some things. They're even represented out on WeChat where they field a thousand queries a week. And they've got that WhatsApp pilot going on that we talked about in episode 14. So KLM thinks that it's profitable and beneficial to be generating revenue with social customer care. They think they can do it. You're saying, but I thought you weren't supposed to do that. Well, I think that the lines are blurring. Customers are increasingly viewing social media as another digital market place. And I would offer as examples to that ordering flowers on Facebook private messenger, reserving hotel rooms on Facebook private messenger. You can check and book your flights on WhatsApp, just like we said from episode 14, WhatsApp as the new frontier for social customer service and look at even peer to peer like the Facebook marketplace. So the public at large has grown to where it's not just sharing pictures with grandma, you're actually able to conduct commerce it's a new marketplace that's available to people. So you say, okay, that's well and good. I believe you now. It's probably okay for us to have some sort of commerce on social media. Where would I even start? What would I do to be able to get started doing this? I offer you five steps to begin selling on social media. Just five. You know, if you look back at the different episodes that I've had, it's funny to me that most of the time I have five steps to do something. Sometimes 
there are three steps to do something. And these things sound so complicated and so difficult. And I don't want to oversimplify. Leading social media or customer care is no walk in the park every day. It's not a cakewalk. It, it takes a lot of thought. It's challenging. It's uncharted territory a lot of the time. But when we take a step back and break it down into its simplest form, you really can't get a lot of these things done in five steps or less. So let's look at five steps to begin selling on social media. Number one, you need to locate your customer's primary channel of interest. When you're located here in the United States, I was just talking about this to, oh, to Margaret Suji. I was talking to Margaret Suji from Rogers Telecom about this the other day. When you're located in the United States, you have normally about 60% of your volume coming in from Twitter for customer service and 40% from Facebook and other channels. Generally speaking, that's a huge generalization, but that's what we tend to see. It flips outside of the United States where only 40% of your social customer care volume is coming into Facebook and 60% of your volume is coming in from channels other than Facebook. So keep that in mind that if you're looking to go do a trial about how you can start selling on social media, you want to understand where is the right place for you to try doing this. And to be clear, if we look at what KLM is selling, KLM is providing customer service on their airline services through the social media channels. And they are allowing their agents to sell airline tickets through social media. So these agents are not just customer care inquiry takers. They are also essentially order takers. They are booking passage for customers. So if you're National Chewing Gum Company, then potentially you're on Facebook and you are shipping somebody, um, I don't know, maybe you've got really special gum and you're selling somebody a case of gum and you're going to ship it to them. I know that you think that that sounds weird, but in my house, there is stadium mustard. Stadium mustard gets bought by the case because it's not locally available in stores because stadium mustard is awesome. You can check it out. Go to stadiummustard.com. I'm not getting any sort of kickback for that, but it's really good stuff. So you could, maybe there's some chewing gum you can't find locally. You got to have it. You're going to order it by the case. I don't know. But this is about letting your agents on social customer care sell that gum over social customer care. We'll get way later on in different episodes, we'll get into whether you should proactively or reactively be selling on social media. But for now, it's just about letting your agents do it at all. This is revenue that if you close that stream off to them, you're not generating revenue with those agents. KLM, generating revenue with their agents. Okay, so we talked about step one, locating your customer's primary channel of interest. Step two, determine which products and services make sense to sell on social. I offer to you the advice that you start simple. If you have a product that is so complicated to sell, it doesn't matter if the if the product is simple. It's all about the back-end machinery that causes you to be able to make these transactions. It's about the level of difficulty for the agents that need to make the transactions. It's about the level of back and forth that has to happen between agent and customer in order to make the transaction happen. So for example, if you're going to let someone order a dress online, again, making this up, but if you're going to let someone order a dress online and the dress choices are small, medium, and large, no problem, right? But if your dress requires to understand type of fabric, um, you know, number of bolts of fabric, how many stitches is it going to be required? How tall are you? What are all of your specific measurements? It's possible 
possible for you to sell this on social media, but you may want to consider whether that's the first product you want to start with for your test because that could make a difference in how many sales you have successfully going through. So just think about starting simple and then later on you expand outward. And I do want to say too, don't immediately eliminate things as not being possible to do or sell on social media. Remember that um, Zappos is selling shoes to people. And in the beginning, people thought nobody wants to buy shoes online. You have to try them on. Or do you, right? Now Zappos has proven beyond the shadow of a doubt that you don't necessarily have to try shoes on. Maybe there's a workaround where you have this great return policy or there's ample sizing charts. All of these things can make it so that something that at first glance seems impossible really turns out not to be impossible. It just requires a different level of thinking. So I do say start simple, but continue to expand outward and think big. Don't limit yourself in the beginning. All right, let's recap so far. Five steps to begin selling on social. Step one is locate your customer's primary channel of interest. Step two is to determine which products and or services make sense to sell on social. So you've done this. You've had this brainstorming and now you're like, now what do I do? Here's what you do next. Step three, determine which sales method you will use. Now I've highlighted four. I'm sure that you can think of more than this or there may be something that works specifically for your company. But the first sales method that I would talk about would be generating brand new sales. So you're going out and you're basically doing lead generation and doing cold sales to people that are not currently customers. I recommend that you save this for later on in your process because it can be tricky. And we can talk about that on later episodes, but it can get really complicated when you're reaching out and trying to grab customers off of the World Wide Web. You have competition probably out there that could also be doing the same thing. And you really need to understand what will you do if you meet competition out in the social sphere? How will you respond to that? That's a whole thing that you have to consider. So I recommend that generating brand new sales you put on the back burner. But the second type of sales method you could use would be a health check sale. So as you're going through the process of serving a customer's need, if the transaction is going well, you could ask the customer before you get done whether their needs have changed or if they think that they need anything different. Maybe they've gotten a promotion at work and they want to spend more. Maybe they've gotten downsized and they need to spend less. Whatever that looks like, there's always an opportunity to see if they need more or something better or different. The third type of sales method you could use would be upsell. This means advising customers of additional services they might be interested in. So for example, if they are already buying the necklace from your jewelry manufacturer, maybe they didn't know about the earrings. Did you know about the earrings? They could go with it for just an additional however much you could be having the earrings too. So this is an upsell. This is an opportunity that you have. Maybe the customer says, they tweet in and they say, I got the necklace. It was great. And then you reply back and go, did you get the earrings too? And they go, I didn't know we had earrings. So you go, well, I can certainly sell them to you. These are upsell opportunities that happen every day uh, on social media. The fourth type of sales method that I've thrown out for you is informational sales. While you're talking to a customer, it's fine for you to let them know that you've got a new feature or a new service that has recently become available. Some people are hesitant to do this. Some people are hesitant to do all of these things because they're afraid customers are going to think that they're being sold to and it's really irritating. Understand that what you have is valuable and other people need what you have. So letting them know that it's something that's available is helpful to them. If they don't want it, then they don't have to take it, but at least they know now that it's an option. So just know that. Those are four different methods that you can use 
to sell. And I highlight them here because when we're talking about five steps to begin selling on social media, begin selling, I recommend that you start small, like I said. So this helps you break down and decide, well, where do I want to start? Which one of these things do I probably want to start with? And then I can grow out from there if I want to. The fourth step is to create and deploy a small controlled test. And I do mean small and I do mean controlled in whatever way that you can control it. So what you do is you take a few agents, a short span of time, mark out like a 30 to a 90 day span of time that has a particular stop start time and a particular stop time. Maybe you even target particular customers. If you have the opportunity to say, I only want to target customers that have, you know, the the necklaces that I'm selling, and then I'm just going to try to let my social agents upsell the earrings, then that's fine. Or if you know that as National Chewing Gum Company, people you people buy the tutti fruity flavor of gum, and you want to see if you can also upsell them your new pineapple flavor of gum, then do it in a small and controlled fashion. As long as your tool is smart enough to be able to help you through all of that, make sure that the parameters you're putting in place are supportable by the technology that you have in place today. Then you can also perhaps select one or two services to focus on. Like I said in the earring example, only focus on people who have necklaces and then only ask them about earrings. Don't ask them about the rings. Don't ask them about the bracelets. Just focus on the earrings. Start really small so that you don't get too big. And then also when you're creating this test, make sure that you define a picture of what success looks like. I know that as we are going out and deploying these tests, sometimes we can go fast and decide that we just want to get started. Then when we get the results, we're not sure what we've got. We know that we did something, but we're not sure if that's success or if it's not success. So make sure when you go out, you say, we're going to call success this. If we achieve X number of sales, then we're going to call that a successful test. Then step five is just analyze your results and adjust accordingly. Do make sure that you adjust. You don't want to let your test get bigger and bigger if you're not achieving the results that you had desired. You want to take that away and examine it to understand what you could be doing better or different. So there you have it. Those are my five simple steps for being able to begin selling on social media. You just try it, see if it works out for you, test it and tweak it and move on. We know that KLM likes it. Like we said, KLM is generating $25 million annually with the sales that they're doing on social media and it doesn't appear like it's causing a problem for their 150 agents. So there may be $25 million hanging around out there for you if you open up the gates to that social media customer care selling program. Today's episode was brought to you by craftbeerclub.com. Good people drink good beer. Get the finest craft beers from America's best microbreweries delivered right to your door. They search out exceptional craft beers from around the country and then deliver the monthly beer club selections direct to you or your gift recipient's door. You can choose an ongoing beer club membership or craft beer club gifts to ship monthly, every other month, or even quarterly. This is a fantastic gift for the craft beer enthusiast in your life. Give 1 to 12 shipments and receive up to 3 bonus gifts and an additional $25 bonus with your order. So, head on over to sociallysupportive.com and click the picture for craftbeerclub.com today to learn more. All right, that has been an episode in our Rewind Week. Make sure that you tune in tomorrow because these episodes that we are listening to this week 
are episodes that you probably didn't hear the first time around. And even if you did, you might pick up something new that you didn't pick up last time. So until next time, and even after next time, I am Frankie Soche. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll catch you next time. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time.